Hi, everyone. Wow. Remember when I said in my last episode, I was like, guys, I'm going to be super consistent with um, recording this podcast from now on. Um, And then a week went by and I didn't post one. That was so crazy. Um, Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the This, That and Everything Else podcast. If you've been here before, what's good? Um, And if you haven't, my name is Jess. um, And... What you're hearing right now is me getting my dog a sweet little treat. Um, I have my tiny mic this week. What is a tiny mic, you ask? Um, Well, it's exactly what it sounds like. Um, It's a little microphone and it has a little pin on it and I can pin it to my shirt. And so I have, I've done just that. I pinned it to my shirt and this week's episode is going to be me answering questions that I had submitted a few weeks ago on my Instagram um, while I clean my apartment. So it's going to be kind of like a stream of consciousness kind of situation. And um, that means that I can't like really like write out what I'm going to say. Sometimes I do that. I'm not going to lie. Like sometimes, sorry, I had to spray the glass cleaner. Sometimes, well, I don't write out what I'm going to say. Let me, let me actually fix what I just said. Um, I write like bullet points for like points I want to hit on the topic, but because I don't know what the topic is because I didn't look at the questions ahead of time and I know it's been two weeks, so I probably could have done that, Um, but I didn't, so (laughs) I didn't. Um, So this week, I'm just going to be answering some questions that you have, and if you hear me breathing heavily, it's because I'm working hard um, and cleaning my apartment. I'm working so hard. Glass cleaner great let's get it started let's jump right in um how okay wait first how's everyone doing I would love to hear how everybody else is doing I know that this like whole this whole entire like April March situation has been like a zippity doodah for everybody here's what I mean by zippity doodah I'm actually not going to make you like guess you know when like you're having just a great time but everything is hectic so it's that yeah, I've been having a pretty uh, zippy time myself and uh, we're all good out here. It's having, you know, it is it is having. But I feel very chaotic and so I'm actually recording this episode again while I'm cleaning my apartment because I feel like when I clean my apartment, my thoughts are the most like, I, I have like the best conversation with myself. <laughs> um, not necessarily out loud like I'm doing right now, but I, I have really good like a really good internal dialogue with myself just about like things that are going on so I thought what better time to record my podcast for the week than when I am cleaning and talking to myself anyway you know so let's jump in here we go let's start it out um your favorite slash worst memory of Flo the Fiat okay so for those of you who don't know who Flo the Fiat is Flo the Fiat was my car was my car who I had a terrible relationship with. I really took care of her in the best of ways and she hated my guts. (laughs) No, I'm being so serious. Like, you think I'm kidding? Uh, The engine broke twice. I had to get the engine replaced once because it blew up while I was at the dealership. Um, I had to get my oil changed like five different times. Mind you, I only had it for, I had her for like a little over a year. I had two issues with the transmission, not including an issue with like my shifter that would not shift out of park. Um, I had to get somebody to come and tow it and take it to the shop. And the issue is, is you have to shift it into neutral to get it onto the tow truck. So um, that was a problem. (laughs) 
With that said, I had to get my tires fixed a few times. One, because of that, because they had to drag it onto the, um, they had to drag it onto the tow thing instead of like roll it on. So that was a really good time. Um, moral of the story, I could name, oh, <laughs> I could name a million things that I, that were wrong with Flo, but I loved her nonetheless. Long story short, she was a problematic diva. She was so cute. It was a cute little cream colored 2012 Fiat 500 and it was my first car. I bought it all on my own. So like I was really pumped about it. Um, looking back, probably should not have gone with the cheapest option, but we did, we, we made the decisions that we made at the time. It was great, it was cute. I now have my beautiful, and yes, I name all my cars. I now have my beautiful Mabel, which is a Hyundai Elantra and loving her so far. Um, but yeah, I would have to say that my favorite, I think I already told the story. My favorite memory of, no, my favorite memory of Flo was getting the call while I was at Tech for Carnival um, from the dealer saying, hey, your engine blew up. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I was like, oh, is like everybody okay? And he was like, yeah, no, everyone's good. It was like kind of inside the car. I was like, okay, well, is my car good? And he was like, yeah, like, and you know, there's some, there's some insides that look a little crispy, but nothing that we can't just like wipe off. Um, so that one wins for me, I think. Um, <laughs> it was just funny hearing it over the phone. And then he was like, well, you know, I'll just call you when the car is ready. I was like, well, is it going to blow up like while I'm in it? And he was like, no, we'll replace the engine, like no biggie. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can afford a new engine. He was like, no, it was kind of my fault. Like I won't charge you for it. I'll just charge you for like the pipe that we originally had to replace. So that is true. <laughs> That's my favorite memory of flow. Um, that was one of my last memories of flow before I got rid of her too. Um, next question. What brings you back into your body? Uh, I love you, the person that sent this in. And I love you, the last person that sent the last question in too. Um, this is gonna sound super weird, but running errands, I ran a lot of errands today and obviously I'm kind of like taking care of things, right? Sorry, my dog is chewing on a bone. So if you hear like lip smacking, that's not me. <laughs> when I am running errands, I've noticed that that is when I am the least stressed. Like when I have errand running days, usually I make these days like my Sundays. This is usually when I like, you know, drop off packages at UPS or I take my dog on an extra long walk and I go and get gas and I go and get my car washed and I go get groceries and you know just like tedious things that I don't normally do throughout the week usually I'll like save to do on a specific day so I can get it all done at once and I honestly think that it's because I spend so much time in the car listening to music is a huge huge part of of my process of recentering myself so I think that my answer is this with those things said being busy with something that isn't demanding something that I'm doing because I'm like yeah I need to get this done at the end of the week but I can take my time with it do you know what I mean so spending my time doing something that is passive but soaks up my focus so that I don't have time to sit inside my brain because I do that a lot. Um, I'm a very emotional person and so 
when I don't have things to do, I'm in my brain, and when I have too much to do, I'm in my brain. So the only time that I'm in my body, truly, obviously when I'm dancing, but when I'm doing something that just doesn't require any effort. Do you know what I mean? So I, that's, that's my answer. Because I do, I just sit in the car and I listen to music and, and enjoy, you know, today even when I was like going to the grocery store and getting gas, etc. I was just sitting in my car with the windows down, listening to music, feeling the wind like as I was driving, like move through my fingers. And like, it's just such a blissful driving for me. It's such a blissful thing. I know driving in LA is calm for me. Yeah, that's because I don't take the freeway anywhere. Um, But that's my answer, running errands. I know that's weird because I know that a lot of people really don't like running errands, but I love it. So Uh, running errand. A-A-R-O-N. Okay, next up. What do you wish you would have done differently or known before entering the industry? Um, I don't know if I would have done anything differently. I think I wish I had been told how hard it would be to hear no so many times. Because, um, like, you hear it all the time. Like, oh, you're going to hear more no's than yeses, blah, 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 right? But... Oh gosh, when you experience it, it's just so much different than like how people talk about it. And I wish that I had kind of set up a plan for myself to decompress when I know that I'm getting overwhelmed by the nose. And what I mean by that is like, sometimes I'll have these moments where I'm like, really, I really let it get to me. And I'm like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Do I need to have a backup plan? Like, should I, you know, be investing this much time and energy and money and blah, 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 like into this, like I just spiral. And I think now I have such a solid understanding of self and understanding of how to calm myself down. I have tactics for decompressing, but I didn't have that at first. And so I think that if there was anything I could change, it would be teaching myself how to handle the nose healthily. And like, that's all relative because like, you know, the more you experience, the the more you learn. So, so I don't think I would have learned how to decompress (laughs) if I hadn't been told no as much. I'm not saying that I wish I had been told no less. Um, Again, it's just I wish I had had an understanding and a knowledge of myself enough to know how to be okay with it without losing myself. Kind of sticking with the idea of no and versus just no. No and what's next. No and what do I need to do next time. No and Uh, which mistakes did I make that I don't want to make again, right? It's no and learning, not no, period, right? So that's my answer for that one. (laughs) Okay, what's an embarrassing moment you had in middle school? Okay, so actually I I shared this on TikTok really recently, really recently, and if the person who, I doubt that they do listen to this, but if the person who this situation happened with is listening like i'm i'm just kind of sorry about it um 
I don't think of any other situation from my lifetime that gives me the ick of myself quite like this one. Um, when I was in seventh grade, there was a, I don't remember what the conversation was like, but it was something along the lines of like, oh, well, girls can't hit as hard as boys can. And I was like, girls can do anything boys can do. Like, girls can do anything boys can do, and sometimes they can do it better. And he was like, no, like, girl, like boys can hit so much harder than girls. So for whatever fucking reason, I, oh God, I took it upon myself to prove him wrong. And in this scenario, my way of proving him wrong was, I mean, obviously, he didn't think that a girl could hit very hard. So I, oh. I walked up behind him. We were at like some like after school event. Um, oh, I can't even like finish it. I'm, I'm like cringing. Um, we were at some like after school event because I was not about to hit somebody at school, okay? Um, and I walked up right behind him and just with all of my might, bro, I swung. Like I slapped this kid on the back as hard as I could, like as hard, as hard as I could. Um, and I, I, I left a handprint and I remember his friend being like, bro, what the fuck? <laughs> um, and that's the only time I've ever hit anybody. So, um, I don't, I don't want anybody I know coming up to me and, and talking to me about it. Like I know, and I don't need to, I don't need to relive it, but that was my most embarrassing moment for middle school and if you're listening the boy that I hit if you're listening um good looks brother so <laughs> I don't <laughs> oh gosh okay we need to move on from this topic immediately what's your favorite smell and why oh god easy I love the smell of rain on pavement um like I love the smell of rain on like pavement and bark dust. I know that's such a specific like bark dust. Like, no, it's the smell of rain in bark dust and pavement. Not grass, like not mud. Um, it's because of it's because of Oregon. Like I grew up in the Pacific Northwest, so it rained a lot. Um, there is no smell to me quite like rain, bark dust and Oregon pavement. So that's my favorite smell. It just reminds me of home. It's really nostalgic. It also very rarely rains in LA. So, I mean, when it does rain in LA, usually it smells like garbage, but depending on where I am, if we're in a more suburban area of LA and we're outside when it's raining for whatever reason, and it's, you know, it does smell like that, then yes, but it doesn't smell like that. I don't experience that scent too often. So that's why I love it. What's the best non-dance skill that LA has taught you? Ooh. Patience. Um, in general, patience with other people, patience with myself, and patience with process. Um, I think that I'm kind of somebody that tries to see the best in everybody. And living in LA... I think we all kind of have met people whose intentions are not always the best. 
Um, and so me, me being somebody that wants to believe that everybody has the best intentions, um, I think that's been a really hard learning curve. Understanding for me when to let people and situations go being patient with other people's processes and other people's experiences um, and not requiring a solution to every situation right away. Not everything happening right this second. Um, I'm somebody that's always liked to kind of like rush um, rush situ- situations just because I don't, I don't like the... Um, I don't like anticipation. It makes me really uncomfortable, which I know is so funny hearing as like a dancer. But um, so learning how to be patient in a situation and be okay when things don't have an answer right away, either a negative or a positive answer. Um, I, I just overall, I think that, and I don't know if that's the question that you were asking as much as like, but I think patience is a skill. <laughs> I think patience is a is a really valuable skill. So, um, yeah, my answer is patience. Um, I think that the majority of my patience that I have now, and that is continuing to kind of blossom, is from my experiences out here. What are some of your inspirations for clothing in LA? Uh, like, are you asking brands or are you asking... Because I spend a lot of time on Pinterest. So that is my answer for that. Um, brands I like. I don't I don't really like specific brands. Um, I do a lot of thrifting. And I shop a lot on ASOS. ASOS. I don't know what it, I don't know what it is. I've heard it both ways. Uh, but that's primarily shoes. I get a lot of my shoes from... Yeah, clothing primarily is thrifting slash Amazon and then shoes slash accessories are usually on ASOS. All of the inspiration is through Pinterest. (laughs) Street fashion really inspires me. Uh, European fashion really inspires me. How do you handle, how do you handle being told no? Oh, wait, we just talked about this. I remember that not every situation has everything to do with me and sometimes the situation just has to do with the situation. Um, What I mean by that is if I am in an audition and I am cut round one, um, remembering that sometimes it really might not be how well I danced. Sometimes it might be that, but, but it's not always about how I dance. Sometimes it's about how tall I am. Sometimes it's about me not having the right hair length. Sometimes it's about how many tattoos I have. Sometimes it's about my eye color. Sometimes it's about um, how I look standing next to people that have already booked the job. Blah, blah. You know what I mean? So just remembering that a lot of the times it's really outside of myself and there's not a lot I can do. And the work that I put in beforehand is that's all I can do so as long as I'm putting in the work and I and I feel proud of myself then there's no reason as to why I need to think about the situation anymore if the answer is no does that make sense I also have like really great ways to care for myself outside of dance so um, I love again we've talked about this before on the podcast but I love skincare. Um, I love taking walks with my dog. 
I love spending time outside. I love cooking. I love baking. So I think just grounding myself in things that are in my control is really helpful for me going on drives. You know, we've already talked about that too. What artist motivates you the most? Um, <laughs> that's a loaded question because I like, like art in general inspires me so much. I love Tyler, the creator. I love Brockhampton. Um, I love Claro. I love uh, Miley Cyrus. I love <laughs> like music artists, I guess. I love, um, you know, Justin Conti's choreo really inspires me. I love Monica and Marianne's choreography. I love I love uh, Philip and Mackenzie HB. I love, I love all of the work that my friends produce. I love Banksy. I love Picasso. I love you know. I, there are so many people, places, and things that, in, I like Europe. I am so inspired by Europe and European art. Um, I love Michelangelo. I, I have the uh, face of the Statue of David on my forearm. Like like I'm just so inspired by art. So. I can't name one person, but I'm sure if you put something in front of me, it would inspire me in one way or another. So every artist motivates and inspires me. Oh, that's, that's a stupid answer. No, it's not. I love art. It all inspires me all the time. What is your favorite episode that you've made so far? Um, overachieving for approval was a big one. Um, I feel like I had a lot of really insightful, honest things to say, and I am extremely proud of everything that I said in that episode. That one was my favorite. <laughs> if you weren't dancing as your career, what would you be doing? Crying? <laughs> No, I think I actually, before I did like hunkered down and decided that I was going to move to LA and do this, you know, for the rest of my life, I really wanted to be an interior designer and I really enjoyed like the idea of being a stylist. And so I think either of those I would have, I would be really good at. Um, yeah, I really like styling things and I think both interior design and just like fashion design both are really interesting things and I would love to pursue those if I didn't love dance so much last but not least last question your most unpopular opinion Ooh. <laughs> mm. oh I actually was really surprised. I've had a few conversations about this with some of my friends and have learned that a lot of people think that like admitting you're wrong in a situation is is you kind of like trying to avoid yeah, of trying to avoid conflict. Um and I don't always think that's the case. I think that a lot of times you endure more conflict when you admit that you're wrong about something because you're shifting your perspective. I think the more that you are willing to hear people out and hear other perspectives and hear um, you know, maybe where somebody else is coming from and why they're coming from that perspective um, and allowing, depending on the situation, allowing your opinions and your mindset to shift based on um, you know, hearing out the experiences of others I think is a strength. I think that's really powerful to be able to say I was wrong about this and I feel differently about it now. 
I think that's growth, right? Um, yeah, I don't think that admitting that you're wrong about something is a weakness. I think that there's power in that, and I think that that's how you learn and that's how you become a better person, is admitting when you're wrong. I'm feeling so sleepy. I just finished cleaning everything. Everything is clean now, and I love how it feels. I still have to vacuum and I still have to mop, but I didn't really want to do that while I was on the mic because I feel like you might not have been able to hear me. <laughs> I love y'all. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening. Next week, next week, it will be next week. I'm not going to disappear this time. Uh, next week, we have a really special guest, and I'm not going to tell you who it is until we jump on the mic next week. Um, thanks for listening in. Mm, I always love recording these and I actually really love this like stream of consciousness situation. It's going to be more echoey than it normally is because again, I'm on the tiny mic, but I had a lot of fun talking while I was cleaning instead of talking to myself. Well, I am talking to myself, but you know, it's a different kind of talking to yourself. I love you. Drink your water. Have a great week. Um, and I'll see you next Monday. Bye. I love you.